Hey, guys. Perfect. <laughs> welcome, to, welcome to episode 96 of the Drunk Ship Podcast. Yeah. Sorry, that's the old, that's the way we uh, like literally went into when the- we went into Discord. Yeah, like literally, yeah. I can still, because we did it so many times. Yeah. That it's almost like it's- I just reach in. I don't. Want to, I turn my brain off and just turn it. It's like an audio play, and it's just like, <laughs> "Hey guys, welcome back to the Drunken Ship Podcast. I'm your host, Captain Captain, Captain Crockett. Crockett. Captain. Oh, I remember when you were Captain yeah. Crockett. I've changed my name so many times. Yeah, people. Do, I'm a, very elusive. Yeah, you are a little Sasquatch. Very ass. elusive. Cool. <laughs> anyway, guys, welcome to the Drunken Ship Podcast. This is episode 96. I'm Brian Archija, and this is Cyber Calamity, aka Captain Crockett, aka just Jordan. Okay, just Jordan. Or people just know me, know me as. People, a lot of people just know me as Crockett. Yeah. When I, I, a lot of I, people don't call me Jordan. They just like Crockett. Crockett. When people call you Jordan, I it, it messes me up. I have no idea who you are. People only head. call me Jordan when uh, they've known me since like the first days of like, <laughs> that was, that's it. That's yeah. like the only, you had to have been there from like the beginning of time. That's so funny. Um, today we, we, we're talking about a couple of things today. We're talking about uh, like gear, just the gear for the shit that we do on our everyday or like the hobbies that we do. And then we're also talking about some of the recent like decisions by Marvel and, and, and Instagram and like the VFX scandal that we have. A lot of, yeah, on. this is going to be a very techie uh, podcast yeah. today. So if you're a filmmaker or you're into, you know, general like technology or anything like that, computers. This is or, it. Or if, you're, if you're into like content creating, yeah, this one's going to be for you. Um, let's start with the let's start with the Marvel stuff. I feel like the Marvel stuff. Yeah. Let's so, let's lead with the most interesting thing that's been happening. Uh, yeah. Get them raking yeah. the views. Uh, spike, 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 <laughs> spike, 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 uh, spike, spike. <laughs> <laughs> But before uh, that, theme song. So nice, nice. We hit that. Uh, we know we hit a nice little um at the top. So uh, the the news with Marvel recently is uh, so we watched Love and Thunder. That was uh, like the last Marvel movie that came out. Yeah. Phase four is officially over. I guess is it? Yeah, that's what that's what Twitter has been saying. Phase four is over, so now we're moving on to phase five. Is I have no idea. Like, I, thought, <laughs> um, I don't know. I didn't know we were into phase four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So fa- they're, they're leading into Secret Wars, of course. That's, a, like, that's like the big decision that they're making. They're moving into the cosmic bullshit. So phase four was like three, four movies? Really? How many movies were there? Doctor after? Strange, Spider-Man, Thor, uh, Thor uh, like Eternal, movies. Eternals. Black Widow, I, but Black Widow, I don't think was in Phase Four. No, Black Widow was definitely like a like an outstander. Well, that movie was supposed to come out a long time ago, and then it, the pandemic in, and then they delayed it for like three years. That makes years. sense. That makes sense. You know, we like side note here, but we yeah. got like four. We got like there was like twenty movies that we got that was supposed to come out. Like, oh yeah, like uh, like Maverick. Uh, yeah, Top, Top Gun, Gun Maverick. Maverick was supposed to come out like two years ago, yeah. and they just yeah. they just had it sitting on a shelf somewhere. It's like we're editing. They couldn't pay people to edit it. Um, but yeah, so Phase Four is officially done. I think we got we got Eternals, we got the, the, the Black Widow, we got fucking Thor, Doctor Strange, and the Sp- the last Spider Man film, um, No Way Home. Right? I think that's what uh, we got. That yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, that sounds about enough. I'm not me. gonna fact check that. Who gives a shit? Um, but the reason we're talking about Marvel is because uh, it came out during the production of Love and Thunder. That was like. Something that we all knew was happening, but I guess we didn't know that it was happening from Marvel. It comes from like like the game development where like the employees are getting overworked and underpaid. Um, So in game development, this happens a lot. We call it crunching. Uh, We call it. I'm not in the fucking industry, but people call it crunching. Well, not just the game, but just movie. If you work in VFX VFX in general. yeah, Yeah. If you work anything where you're loading frames or anything like that, where you're, if you have to render anything out, Mm -hmm. there's crunch. There's going to be crunch. A lot of people, I think there's just a lot of misconception on how long this stuff actually takes to render. Yeah, that's true. And just to preference some of the background, I was a 3D animator. So animation too, like hand-drawn animation, 3D animation. Anything where you're like making media, but it's not like you're not like shooting it. 
Yeah, it, like that. It just takes time. It just takes a shit ton of time. Well, dude, I mean, it. I, I made a house and I had to make a like 30 second clip of a light mm-hmm. cycle of the sun going around it and just to go from day to night cycle. Yeah. Uh, dude, it took, I, I think, three or four days to render out. Yeah. It yeah. takes like a like a billion frames to render because it because this thing has to uh so when you edit something you're editing it in the lowest uh res possible it looks like dog dookie on the (laughs) screen garbage just so you can scrub through it so you can see what you're working on while you're moving because you're just working in real time yeah and this is like eight seconds it's not even like a long time Mm -hmm. and you're just scrubbing through and you're fixing each frame you're you know making sure this is right and god forbid if you fuck up and then you have to you render it out and you know, it takes like a whole day to render. Yeah. And then you have to go back and then fix something, Yeah, which this, that's also a part of the process, but just, you know, 30 seconds and then, um, you hit render and then it just, I mean, it's gone, has to go back in there and then put every single frame, especially 24, 24 frames a second. Yep. Uh, you have to put that has to go into high res. So each second is like taking like maybe, an hour to create yeah. or two hours or something like that. Yeah. I mean, each frame takes like, like rough, depending on the, the, you know, the power of your PC and everything like that. But the moment that you start adding light simulation, you start adding like this really complicated yeah. comms, like one frame can easily take fucking an hour or two. Yeah. Depending on how extensive your simulation is. And that's a, that's just hitting start. And then that's, and then you wait three days yep. and then it comes back and then you show it to your boss and they're like, I need you to fix this and this and this. And you like, Okay, you go back in there, make the changes. It's another three days. Another so three days. this is why the, this is what creates crunch because now we're uh, they have a deadline. There's yeah. deadlines to hit. There's sale marketing. There's all this stuff because nothing play. ever works. Like you don't make a movie and then you just go like, all right, you just finished. It's movie never done. No, finished. no. You know when you finish the movie, we we do the marketing and stuff like that. It's like oh, the, they shot the movie. They want the movie done in a year. And then you have to. So like, how long? So that. explain to me, like, how long does it actually take to shoot a movie, and then how long does it take to actually edit that movie? So it, that is very conditional on the movie itself. Mm-hmm. Um, it always is, but typically when you're doing like a big budget, something like Marvel, uh, like a Marvel movie, you're probably shooting for a month or two. You know, pretty yeah. much every single day. So you shoot for a month or two. Um, and then like the, the, the really tedious part about shooting, the thing that adds a lot of the shooting time is like when you're doing something that's like really VFX heavy, like a Marvel movie, you have to shoot the action. You have to shoot the clean plates. You have to shoot the green screen plates. You have to shoot so many assets Mm -hmm. for you to be able to finish that scene that like you can easily spend like two to three days on like a single scene. Um, depending on how big the scene is. And then like, how many scenes are in typically in a movie? Typically, well, typically a movie is now they're getting a little bit longer to an hour, like two hours and a half, but typically, you know, you get 90 pages uh, of a movie. That's like the standard an hour and a half mm-hmm. script. Um, and it's like one minute a page. So by the time that you're getting into the shooting and you're blocking out all the action and stuff like that, you can easily spend four or five hours on one per, scene. per scene yeah. on a single day. And let's say that you have to, you have to get, and, and so it's all schedule based, right? So yeah. like you go into a film set and then someone goes like, okay, we need to get the dining room scene today. And then we're going to, we need to get the fight in the bathroom and we need to get the, the dialogue scene after the bathroom. So that's three scenes, right? Hmm. But then scene one is probably going to have, depending on how many characters there are, you have two eye lines. If you have four characters, you have four eye lines. Which means that now you have to get coverage for each character. Yeah, you have to then shoot have different to, sides of the different camera, sides right? of the angle. Then you have to get shot reverse shot for each character. So depending on who's speaking, that character speaking. So you have to the, the coverage of him speaking, and then you have to get the coverage of all the other three characters speaking. And these are all files. These are all like yeah. shots and cameras that someone has to go back. So say four scenes. Mm-hmm. Okay, four camera shots mm-hmm. for one scene. There's like a how many scenes? Like a hundred scenes? There's like in a, in a movie roughly that can be anywhere from like sixty to to eighty scenes. Let's say a hundred scenes, yeah. so four hundred scenes of like different camera angles. Four hundred shots, yeah, yeah, four hundred shots of the camera. That then someone has to go in and then edit all of those, then synchronize it, and then ingest the footage because the footage is shot. If you're talking about like a big budget movie, you're shooting on Arri Alexa cameras. Right, and unless you have like a big, powerful system, there's no way you're playing that raw yeah. on the computer. There's no way. 
So at the end of the day, there's actually a guy that takes all the media that they've recorded and then he plugs it into a computer and then he turns it into low resolution proxies and that takes like the whole fucking night. And then that guy delivers the low re- the the main raw media and the low resolution proxy media to the edit, low res to is like editor. just a it's just it's a preview it's like the same thing that you do for rendering uh, when you like look at it in low resolution yeah it's the same thing it's just so that your computer can run it someone can preview the dailies so dailies are you can review the shots that you did Jeez, yeah, for the entire dailies day dailies and monthlies so like in in the in like a typical shooting setup when you're like in a big studio thing you shoot for eight hours and then when you swap out a card there's a, a, a digital imaging specialist that takes that card and then immediately starts uploading it into like a mobile server mm-hmm. and then that gets backed up in like five different places um yeah which then, uh, yeah also another another little topic here is uh just losing, losing uh crashing crashing is a big word in uh vx vfx, in VFX community yeah uh because there'll be some times where you're just working on a scene and then you're you spent maybe an hour on it and mm-hmm. you're 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 making some good headway in it and then the machine just you just a little a little box just pops in the middle of your screen and then everything behind that box goes gray yep and then it says so and so has crashed and then you consider genuinely killing yourself and then you hit you hit you click okay <laughs> you hit okay and then everything just goes away yeah it just and, and just then like, you better fuck. hope that it just saved or auto saved you also hear this is uh, save periodically. Yeah. Save every two. Anytime you make a sudden movement, save. you got to save three or four times. Yeah. <laughs> control S, control S, control S, yeah. control S. Um, yeah, I actually have my premiere to save every two minutes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like every two minutes. And then even in two minutes, you're like, you that was a lot, a lot of, of freaking work. Yeah. No, it's awful. So that being said, like the, the filmmaking process is annoying. It yeah. is annoying. It is tedious. It is... But just the beginning just of the this beginning mountain of, of shit. So now, now you've gone through all of the tens of hours of shooting, organizing, editing footage, shooting plates, organizing the plates, doing all of that bullshit. And then that takes six months to do. Right? Yeah. You've shot, you've ingested, you've organized, you've, you've got a production schedule, right? And then you had, six, you had like a year to pre-produce, six months to shoot, and then the editors get maybe three months. Three, yeah, three, three yeah. They get all that time, and then the editors yeah. get three months, which it is a gigantic beast. Yeah, for its like movies now, mm-hmm. they're almost all green screen. They're they're so there is VX some heavy. element of CGI. Any action film that you see is like ninety percent, eighty percent. VFX. Every shot you may have. So let's say there's like 4,000 shots in a film and like a typical action film, anywhere from a thousand to anywhere from like 2000 to like 3000 shots of those has some form of VFX enhancement in it, whether it can be as simple as a sky replacement. Um, but it's, there's just a lot of VFX in movies. Yeah. Um, whether it's like CGI enhancement, would you like move something from someone's face or any, or is something as complicated as like compositing an explosion with like realistic debris and shit like that. Um, all of those count as VFX shot, but like the, the 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 editors get three months, right? Yeah. So that essentially means you get a month and a half to like composite everything. Yeah. And then you present that to wh- whoever is running the production, whoever is the director, like the VFX director, and then they go like, actually, the Marvel ones, this 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 and that changes. So by that point in the production schedule, you have a month and a half to do all of those changes. Yeah. And some of those changes are straight redos of the shots yeah so by the time that you are three weeks into the production now you're crunching you're spending 12 18 hour days well this is how yeah because so then they you all right me when we watched love and thunder i when we were sitting there on the credits i counted how many studios someone how many vxx studios (laughs) uh, these, these are studios by the way these are probably a group of 100 100 people yeah that's a studio right there may have been 20 or 30 studios vfx studios, studios. Yeah. so what happens is they make this they shoot the movie right they can't just give it to one studio it's that large it would take probably two years for one studio to do a whole movie like yeah it would be unsustainable you have to split up the whole production into like 20 different studios so they take scenes yeah. they take like chunks of scenes they send it to a, send it off to a studio because marvel doesn't have an in-house studio 
Which blows my mind. I feel like they would invest in one already. I don't think they could afford it. I think they would yeah, have to have something. Expensive. They they couldn't have. They would have to have a studio so big because they're shooting so many movies at yeah, once true. that like there's no fucking possible way they could have. It would be like four thousand people in a building, nah. and then they would have to have some type of ultra server room. It, there'd be a power surge. There'd be like <laughs> they would, they would have to talk to Los city ordinance to get power to that room <laughs> just to and then there would have to be some kind of heavy ventilation system yeah. to cool off that server room like it would be insane so what they have to do they have to break it down to 20 studios 30 studios take bits and pieces of scenes that they need um worked on and they send them off to those studios and Not to like, mention that some of those studios are doing just the water some of those studios are doing just the sky replacement yeah. some of the studios are doing like just the lighting like it, it's, it's <laughs> some people are just doing plates like yeah. Evans uh, one of our teachers in college he he worked yeah, he on just like track the plates he just tracked plates and tracking plates is just making the camera move in the scene yeah that's it that's like it goes there's so it there you, are so many layers to making even the simplest even the simplest Marvel movie has so many fucking layers attached to it. And we say we, we're talking about Marvel a lot because yeah. this is all studios, by the way. This is all of them, but yeah. Marvel is such a juggernaut and they're so, I think, because they're really at the top of the food chain with a lot of the stuff yeah. that we're talking about right now. Yeah, and also like uh, uh, Marvel, I mentioned Marvel a lot doing this kind of content because they're really the only studio right now that can afford to make these big blowouts. They're CGI the only studio movies. making the same movie like, yeah. Like that. Yeah. The same like caliber every, of movie. I mean, they're having what, four or five movies come out a year. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Yeah. That's wild. That's crazy. But the re- also the reason why we're mainly talking about Marvel is because they treat their VFX artists and the studios that they hire like absolute dog shit. And I don't want to say that it's not just Marvel, but Marvel is such a titan on this, yeah. but that's where we're going to bring it up now. But yeah. yeah. And Marvel but, is definitely the, the biggest culprit recently. Yeah. Because they have so many movies on this slate. Yeah. But this is culturally the same in the field of like filmmaking and game development and like 3d composite. Yeah. So everything, so everything we just explained now that is happening to game, any game that you're playing that a hundred percent happens yep. most of the time. Uh, crunch has been a big, uh, co- like topic among games for the last at least 10 years. I mean, yeah. And like more, more so recently in the last like three to four years. Yeah. It's been, it's been really pervasive. A lot of, uh, a lot of people have been reporting on it. Um, cyberpunk, there was a lot of crunch. Sometimes I don't, I mean, crunch is, can be handled poorly. Yeah. Um, I think EA has been known for the worst type of crunching yeah. because there was even a, there was an organization founded by the studio, like the, it's called, it was called wives against, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I think it was Wives Against EA or something like that. But That's, it was a group of um, women, like in their because their husbands worked at EA. Yeah, they got together because they were never seeing like their spouse come home. Yeah, I think it was spouses against EA or something like that. But it was just they would never get to see them, and I mean they would be working on something because their crunch was just ridiculous. Yeah, I mean they were working easily twenty hour days. 20 out yeah 80 hour work weeks and i mean seven seven 70 day or seven days a week really it's not uncommon to see and then like in the the film industry also came in in hot fire with this because people were dying from car accidents because they worked an 18 hour day and then they had to drive back to their places there's actually laws now i know at my job like that was the first union thing that we in the film industry sorry i didn't mean to cut you off but the film industry they put safe safeguards in place for that yeah, because yeah, you can yeah. work yourself to ex- exhaustion. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could. These people are probably sleeping at work and stuff. Yeah, they are. So, so like, but it's crazy. But the the reason why this came to to sort of hot air or hot water recently was because Taika Waititi did one of those, um, one of those like like uh, analyze the frames on your movie videos. Yeah, like, the, uh, uh, like Vanity Fair or something. Vanity like that. Fair. Yeah. It was Vanity Fair. And he did that video, and typically I love those videos, but Taika came off as like really arrogant and like saying that the compositing and the VFX for Korg well, and that one scene in the Olympus was like, it didn't look realistic and like he didn't like the way that it looked. I didn't watch the full video for that, but I did see like Tessa Thompson saying like, because there was a, what's his character in that movie? T- T- Korg? Keys? Cork yeah. or Gork or whatever it is. Uh, she was like saying like, oh, look, like the lighting was off on him and stuff. Yeah. And then they just started kind of ripping into yeah. it. Yeah. And so, like that Twitter thread, uh, they somebody clipped that, and that Twitter thread came in, and it was like, 
either somebody that worked at, uh, as a 3D artist or somebody that was in somehow tangentially related to being a 3D artist. Which it could be to have like a Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it's 30 studios. So yeah, when there's like a 600 I mean, there's probably, yeah, on. like, yeah, 6,000 people working. Um, and so like they, they started tweeting about it and then they were like, oh yeah, no, you're ripping on these VFX artists who are constantly underpaid and overworked. And then that tweet came out and then like, People that have worked for other studios in association to Marvel uh, that have been booked by Marvel say that Marvel is easily the worst client that they ever work with. Yeah, because they're so demanding. They're so demanding, and they don't they don't pay what they suppo- they're supposed to be paying. Like you don't get for a job, but you're supposed to be getting for a job. Can I get, also say that like right. the amount of work that you do in VFX, mm-hmm. you're it is the amount of work versus what you're going to get paid is never, never enough. Never, never enough. enough. No. Um, and I'm not like, this may sound like, woe is me. Like, Oh, you get to make movies and you're complaining. Dude, we spend like 13 hours, like planning, shooting a day for like six months at a time. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. We want, we want a bag. <laughs> There's, there is an extreme amount of work and then yeah. also patience. And then it's very, it's because I, I preferences because I, I don't think a lot of people, I think now we're kind of getting there where people can kind of understand how much mm-hmm. work goes into this. But for a long time, people did not understand stuff like this. No. Like um, animation's a big one because animation, it takes forever Damn. to animate something. And people think when they come in with like, so say someone wanted, uh, came to me and they're like, hey, I can I have this like, um, this building blow, blowing up or something. Mm-hmm. Um I'll give you like $500 and I need it in a week or something yeah. or I need it in like two days. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, it's going to be like a thousand dollars. Cause like, that's going to take me to model it and to, uh, uh, to you know, track the camera, track, and do, all, do all that stuff. I mean, it's going to be, you know, twice that. And they're like, mm-hmm. and there's also what's called bidding. Yeah. So these con, so it's not Marvel directly going to these, um, studios and asking them to make these things. Studios actually have to bid over each other. So yeah. what that happens is Marvel's like, hey, we need the scene. Uh, we'll pay $6,000 for this scene. Yeah. Actually, what, what happens a lot is because the bidding process is they say, hey, we got this project. Yeah. And every company submits a budget and submits a timeline. And then cheapest budget wins. And then typically the cheapest budget wins and the cheapest turnaround also wins. Yeah. So if you're a studio that's trying to get work and your studio that's trying to get notice in the industry, you're going to bid the cheapest and you're going to do it in the quickest amount of time. And sometimes that means that your fucking staff spends 80 hours or 90 hours on the floor. Yeah. Um, so like the bidding process is a, is a big, is a big part of it too. Just cause like the cheapest budget will always, will always win. Cause they want to save the most so money. Is it really like Marvel's fault or is it the studio's fault? It's the industry's fault. So the, it's like the culture that they've, yeah. it's kind of, yeah. That, and then that's where like, kind of like the pay also comes back into it is like just how undervalued it is. But mm-hmm. now, but now we're getting to, we're coming to a head where there's so much VFX in movies and yeah. stuff that these people are going to have to be really like kind of, kind of compensated. I mean, the studios are going to have to like, cause people are not going to, you know, put up, I mean, how long can people withstand this? It's not sustainable, but the problem is same thing with gaming industry too. Yeah. And then, and, and this is like the biggest problem is like, if let's say like American studios are not willing to take on that, that amount of crunch, they're just going to outsource it to India or China where they can. And do I it think for, a lot of, I think, yeah. um, half of the studios that Marvel sent were Vietnamese and Chinese. They're, yeah. They're, a lot of Chinese companies. They're in the Eastern market. And that's because the, the, and I don't know about Vietnam or anything like that, but I know that in India, you can get a VFX artist to do a similar amount of work for like a fraction of the cost. If you ever, if you've seen Family Guy ever, um, so what happens with <laughs> so family, like, uh, yeah, what happens with uh, like animation like that or The Simpsons or anything? So this, the main studio sets up what's called keyframes. So keyframes are the uh, main uh, points in the scene. So yeah. where they animate the main uh, keyframes of where they're post up. Mm-hmm. So that's like the big moments. Like his arms are here, and his arms are here. Right, they're like the poses. They're like the the one, two, three, four. Yeah, poses. So and then in but in hand animation like that, what you have to do is you have to animate his hands going from here, 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 
and if you, I'm sorry if you if you're listening to this on podcast, but I'm just slightly <laughs> I'm mo- making a motion in my hands. So say like I'm moving my hands in a circle. Yeah. Um, if they do like a circle movement like that, they have to animate the key points are the top, middle, bottom, and then the other uh, middle. Uh, the in betweens are his hands going around in the that from the top to the middle, mm-hmm. and then the middle to the bottom. Uh, you have to hand animate all those. So what happens is they send those animations, those in betweens. All that work gets outsourced to China and uh, Vietnam and all of those places. Oh, yeah, China, Korea, Korea Vietnam, India. and then that's and then th- it's been like that for years, years. because it takes like because they they'll turn it around. Mm-hmm. They'll turn around in this. They're really quick at it. Yeah. Um, so I I think like uh, we talk about Marvel and I have a lot of gripes to fit around Marvel, but I think when you get to the level of production that Marvel is doing, when you're releasing five movies a year, yeah, it is inevitable that the industry is going to shift to accommodate that type of production because they make 50, they make what a hundred million dollars every time they put out a new movie. They're like they print money. Yeah. Print. They, they print money. So, and then like right now, if you're a studio and you're like, Oh yeah, I got to work on Marvel. Yeah. That's a big, that's a big thing to put on your yeah, resume. Like, to put on your resume. I worked on uh, Thor. So people are like more willing to take the lower paying job for the status of working with the company and then for the just to be able to say they worked on Marvel and then just to facilitate that level of production because they're so big. But culturally in the industry, there's not an appreciation for the people that are doing the work. It's always the legwork of it. The legwork. Yeah. It's an appreciation for the people that are doing the above we call it below the line and above the line in production. So above the line is like director, all of the people that are making the creative decisions. And then below the line are the people that are making it happen. Like mm. that, that would be your your camera guy. Your camera, your first assistant operator, your sound mixer, like stuff like that, mm. um, and they they make that distinction because these are kind of like the peons. They're not doing creative decision; they're just putting the work in to capture what you need. Um, so like in in VFX, I don't know if they go by this nomenclature. When you go above the line on something, these are people making the creative direction, and then you go below the line, and these are the people doing the compositing, doing the simulations, doing all of that stuff. The people on top here often don't understand or the executives often don't understand the amount of work that goes below the line. Yeah. Because they've often never done it or they're so far removed from it. And so like, and I would count the director of VFX a lot of times below the line because they're following a board or like an executive list of decisions that they need to do um, to do that. So this is definitely like one of those things where you want your boss to be from, it's anyone in charge of you when you're in something like that. You definitely want someone that's worked from the bottom and went to the top because you just want them to understand the amount of work and then where you can, if you skim lines or something like that, they could direct you in that way. You definitely don't want someone that does not understand something that's in charge of you doing that because they, you're going to get just a gray mess. And it's also like a bunch of unrealistic expectations at that point. Like you just will not be able to work in a way that is conducive to doing the amount of work that yeah. you need to do. Because they don't understand the process. So when they don't understand the process, you get really shagged with doing a work that would take three days, doing it in one and a half. That's a lot of thing about like freelancing that people mm-hmm. don't understand is because you're directly working with like someone that mm-hmm. just needs something and they directly don't understand how long that something will take you. Yeah. Or and then the the price for it too. And then the big problem is, is that there's always some some little fella that's going to take the job and do it for cheaper. And they're probably not going to do because it because they need it. You, yeah. But they're going to do it. And so that that they the cheapest person in the freelancing market drives the price. Really. Yeah. Unless, you know, the production company understands so like, oh, you're you're spending $20,000 on this project that's because the project needs $20,000. And that's that's kind of rare. But I think that and we bring Marvel because Marvel was the one that was in the news for this recently. But this is across culture and any of the people that make any art, any art, you know, like the reason like Stray was delayed so much or it took so long to make is because they were avoiding crunch time. They were treating their employees a lot better mm. than all of these other companies. So it's just, sorry, like I'm just going to be ready. Which is good ready. because like kind of like that culture is a little bit changing. It's just like, let it. And I think a lot of people now they're like, when they see a game delay, they're like, well, take your time, make yeah. it, make it as good as possible. Like it's okay if we wait and stuff. And like, don't fucking, but I think, I think your employees. Yeah. I, I think a lot of stuff stems from you announce a game. So I'm going to take games first. Yeah. 
so you, or yeah, you announce a game, you give it a date. Yep. So that date is now a deadline. So that date, the game needs to be done a month before that date. So you can clean up. So now you have someone come in and be like, okay, we need this needs to be done by this week. This mm-hmm. needs to be done by this week, this week. And then if we get down, we'll be there. And then that's what kind of creates crunch. Yeah, because you just need to meet that deadline. Yeah. You just need to meet it for the game to be done. Because a lot of those tasks are like, or for the movie to be done, a lot of those tasks are depending on the other tasks that came before it. Yeah. So you can like not move on until that is done. Yeah. And so, so yeah, that's, that is exactly what generates crunch. Is the ability, someone sets a date, a marketing department sets a date. It's like, it's like, oh yeah, we're releasing God of War in November. And then you're like, well, God of War isn't done. Yeah. That, see, this is yeah. like where it, it kind of get, gets so... And I say God of War as an example. It's, the game's it's fine. I trust them. But just as an example. But yeah, but, here, but here's the issue. is like they set the date before. They should not be setting dates. No. And I get it because the marketing needs to start and then they need to start making money back because they need to put ads out and everything like yeah. that to sell to sell it. But they really should not be making trying to sell a product that isn't finished yet. Or yeah. it should be the game. I think when they sh- should announce a game, the game should be... 80% done. Oh, it should be 90% done. Yeah. And then it should be like six months. Yeah. So there's plenty of time to finish it. That's why you were, and I think we've we've been better about it. But in recent past, like 2015, mm-hmm. and you know, actually, I should all all the time really. Yeah. There's been occasionally. There's been you know half finished, half baked games. Yeah. Because they now they like now there's day one patches. No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky. Uh, best example. Destiny. Half finished. Uh, fucking any really any life is a Anthem. service game. Anthem still unfinished. Uh, st- abandoned. <laughs> yeah, abandoned. That was uh, uh, just a they lost cause because yeah. they did not have enough time to finish it because finish it just expectations, dates, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I like, but the bet one of the best examples I like is how they handled Fallout Four. Okay, which is like the gold standard for anything right now for me anyway. Mm-hmm. Is they announced that game, the game was pretty much done. I oh, guess. Right. They announced the game in, I think, July or August or something like that at E3. And they said the game will be done in, like, October. It's like the game's releasing in October. It was, like, two months. Yeah, but they already had it done. Yeah. I think that that's the way way it should be. Just take your time developing, don't announce it. But I guess... But they need to make money, I guess. Yeah, but see, that's the thing. It's like, if you're a big enough studio, Mm -hmm. I think you can get away with doing something like that. Because... Your name alone, that title. So if it was a Skyrim two, yeah. Fallout four, if it people was people are gonna buy it. People if it, buy it. if it's a new IP, they have to market it a long time before. Yeah. They have to announce it before, generate hype, you know, get those pre order sales, all that crap. If it's if it's a household name, mm-hmm. they could they can do easily do like like if they announce GTA six right now, mm-hmm. they could be like GTA six. Uh. Comes it out in December. Comes out. They could be like, it comes out in a fucking week, yeah. and people would lose their shit, lose their shit, and then go buy it. Yeah. But because they don't need to reach out a general audience, because they already have a general audience. Yeah, they already have a market to land in, and so like that's kind of like, I mean, same thing with like the Marvel movies. Like we know that we know that Phase Five is going to come up in February of 2023. Yeah. Right for like the next Marvel movie, I think drops in February 2023 from the timeline. So like we know that at some point in that month, there's going to be a new movie but i i would be surprised if that movie is even 30 percent done i don't think they can even delay those movies because they are releasing they have to release five movies because they're trying to build make a build up they're trying what they're trying to do is they're trying to have a movie release at least every other month yeah Yeah. but you couldn't have a movie get delayed and then have another movie move up forward because now they're going to get mixed up the timeline is fucked up yeah they can't so i think that also that adds another whole entire layer of crunch to it so you're like if you delay one movie you have to delay pretty much all your movies yeah Um, it's which is a it's a huge budget sink so it's like i don't know and when they spend 60 million dollars on marketing it's not gonna fly. Yeah, not gonna do it. So I, 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 I do think that like Marvel is a big um, creator of this problem, but the problem has been around in the industry forever. It's crunch. When you mix art with business, that kind of thing just happens because business decisions are made on like what's more efficient, and artistic decisions are made on like what's feasible to do at the moment with the things that you have. Yeah, and, and that dissonance will always create 
a bad environment. And before you guys come come at us about like overtimes isn't completely normal thing for like no. jobs and everything. It like shouldn't that. be. It shouldn't be. Sorry. Well, I mean, it's, I mean, yeah. if you no, come on now. It's, yeah. If someone wants to do overtime because they want you know the money, that's fine. Just but but okay. Would you do overtime if you got paid enough money to afford everything that that's you have true. without that's working a, yeah, overtime? No, that's true. <laughs> but like if you need if you wanted extra cash or yeah, something yeah. like that, you could do overtime and that's perfectly fine if you mm-hmm. want to do overtime. Um shouldn't be expected of you. But like crunch is a is a whole different beast. Yeah. That's not overtime. That's like that is someone stand your boss is standing over you and you have to finish something mm-hmm. really quickly yep. that you can't finish really quickly. Right. That's crunch. And so quality suffers, employees' quality of life suffers. It's just bad. The quality, yeah, the quality also is just like you half-ass it, and they're like, okay, it's I get it's done. Yeah, Uh, we'll fix it. We'll fix it once we release it because those are day one patches or something like that. I think they've done that for. There was a movie that came out a long time ago. I think they're re-editing Stranger Things. (laughs) Yeah, there was a. It wasn't Stranger Things, but there was a re-edit of a movie. They released a new updated. I forget what movie it was. I know exactly what you're talking about. But Uh, day one released up. It was Cats. It was Cats. That yeah, it was. (laughs) They released the movie in theaters, and people were like, "What the fuck is this?" And then there was like. Two weeks later, come on, pop it was, yeah. models, and then they send out a new hard drive, and then the original cut is lost forever. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> That's such an insane thing to do. Anyway, yeah. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to preference that. Uh, yeah. But moving on, um, Instagram changing up apparently. So and this is a, this is a thing. I don't know if you saw my tweet about it. I did see. Yeah, yeah you, uh, I because Meta will keep Instagram alive, and this is another example of like a big corporation like kind of not understanding what people want, in my opinion. Because Instagram used to be photos. Yeah, like it just that's, photographers build that platform. Isn't and, it what Insta? Isn't it like Insta Photograph or something like that? It's, like, it's yeah, like the whole shtick was based off a goddamn. Polaroid. I mean, their icon is a camera. Yeah, it's a fucking Polaroid. Not only a camera, it's a goddamn Polaroid. Yeah, uh, their their whole platform was built on photography, and photographers build that platform. They made it successful enough that Facebook bought it. And then Facebook is now keep trying to keep it alive. But now they're TikTok became so popular that now Instagram is chasing that trend yeah. and switching to more video content. I, I, this brings up another, a, a whole little conversation yeah. of its own. It's just like how Twitter and YouTube and Snapchat and Instagram, they're all kind of just stealing in, From in TikTok. Other, yeah. yeah. They just keep making one, one or in like Periscope. If you remember that, God damn, there, there's so, there was so many like little studios that yeah. had like really niche and really great ideas. They yeah. grow a little bit. And then these, either they get bought up, mm-hmm. like Periscope did, or they get, <laughs> they get bought up and then absorbed into a bigger app. Yeah, who or it Periscope? gets, I, I think Instagram, Instagram, yeah, or Twitter. I think it was Twitter. Yeah, I, think I remember Twitter. I used to, you could Periscope on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was something like that. I can't remember who bought because that that's bankrupt. such an old thing, and I don't think people yeah. even remember Periscope. Yeah, um, but anyway, yeah, yeah. Like you come up with a good like Instagram stories. Instagram stories. Yeah, yeah that stories. was a that was a Snapchat thing. That was a no. That was an Instagram thing originally. No, no, no. no. Was it Snapchat? It, it was Snapchat. Snapchat. Yeah, that's yeah, what. Yeah. That's exactly what I mean. People yeah. even just forget that it was Snapchat invented stories. Yeah, now Snapchat is like fucking bottom. But then it, everyone started stealing that one. I'd, it was. It's insane to me that yeah. they just like yeah. We'll just copy copy and paste what you guys made and then put it on our yeah. app. They're becoming homogenous. They're kind of like every like Facebook and Instagram are kind of the same app. Yeah, know? like they're turning into the same app. Yeah, pretty much. It's just presented differently. They just kind of knew every new update. They come a little bit more twin-like. Yeah, and I and I hate that. But like the thing that really annoys me about the Instagram situation is that like photographers build your platform for such a long time. That platform was great for photographers. They got a following. People kept up with them. They could buy their artwork. Like other than other than photos, other than TikTok, what has changed about like what? Has it like went down or do not people? Instagram? Is it is it more just like just the time with with the times? It's easier to make create videos. No, and, it's just or is it like the, like everyone's there's a camera there's a really good video camera in your pocket at all times. That's part of it. That's definitely part of it. Because when Instagram came out, you had the iPhones, which didn't have particularly great cameras, and you didn't even have a desktop version of Instagram. But as like content creation grows in quality. You wanna. It's it's always about keeping people engaged and keeping people in your app constantly. Yeah. And so like, TikTok does that extremely well, because TikTok just overstimulates you to the point where you turn your brain off and you're just scrolling. 
Yeah. You're just fucking doing that. It's Vine. It's Vine 2.0. It, but but Vine had a limitation to it. Vine had six the, seconds. It was six seconds, but the because of the culture of Vine, it, you could only watch like ten or fifteen of them before you really were like, I'm done with Vine. And like that, the the Vine didn't have an infinite scrolling interface. Yeah, I was thinking about this the other day. What? Because I I remember when I first downloaded TikTok, it my brain was about to explode because it was <laughs> such a sensory overload with them constantly like sending, showing me a new video, showing me a new video, yeah, showing yeah, me a new yeah. video. I think that I, I either I turned something off in the settings, but it was like when the video finished, it would just switch to the next video. Oh, now, yeah. if the video finished, it just loops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which... When it first started, TikTok had that. I think it had that thing where it would yeah, just be like it was automatically like, switch. But it, it just TikTok is so good at overstimulating you and keeping you on watch time. And so, like that's how TikTok makes a lot of money because that's how advertisers make a lot of money. The more people spend, the more time people spend on your platform, the more likely they are to watch an ad. The more value that company that paid for the ad gets out of the app, the more money they make. So you, TikTok is incentivizing uh, you to keep watching their yeah. stuff. And TikTok cracked it. The infinite scrolling mechanism uh, is the perfect way to like get people to turn their fucking brains off and like scroll for hours. Yeah, because um, it's a dopamine hit, and every time every time you hit something funny, it's like uh, something funny, and then you just keep going. Uh, Instagram doesn't have that. Instagram it's a feed based system, right? So you only get on your feed what people update. Now, actually, it's not, changed. not as of it's, recently. Yeah, not as of recently. But when Instagram first started, if I followed you, just you, yeah, you'd only I get would only get your content. Yeah. Um. So that staying power isn't there because it was a social media app mm. instead of like a video platform. There was no like uh, searching. So like I think at some point, Instagram introduced like a uh, search searching. Yeah. And it would be like a combination between of your likes and people who you follow likes, and it would just put a three page or three row yeah. box down, and then you could just randomly see like random posts. Right. Um, but that was like separate from. Yeah, it was separate from your main feed. From your feed. And then I think they realized they got a lot of data from that, and, and more people spent time in that random feed mm -hmm. than they did on their actual like people who they follow feed. Yeah. And well, and, and it's challenging because when Facebook first started too, it was just a way to keep in touch with your friends. You know, like when Facebook after the whole university thing, um, Facebook was just a way to keep in touch with your friends. So it was like feed based. It was like a journal entry yeah. for people. So like there was no advertisement. There was not that. But now when when advertisers get into the picture, that's when the video taint. platform. Yeah, it doesn't when taint it. It doesn't necessarily taint it. When there's money to be made, they're just going to exploit the user base. Yeah, that's it. And so. Instagram making the chance, the choice to go to video, in my opinion, is well. What why would you say like Instagram is going to make like video? They went and stole pretty much TikTok's format. And yeah, much. what what is it on Instagram? They call it a reel. They call it saying. yeah. And so Instagram Reels is literally just TikTok, it, and, and, and it's literally videos from TikTok on yeah, Reel. Well, all this, the time. this is the joke. Yeah, because uh, it's like real people who watch Reels is like a week old Vine or a week <laughs> it's old, like a week uh, TikTok, old TikTok, yeah. and they're like, there. I even seen TikToks where someone's like, "Yo, check this video, out, dude," and it's like, "Dude, I already saw that. <laughs> it's like, I already saw that. I saw that on TikTok last week, man." Yeah. It's like it's like TikTok makes it funny. Instagram steals it from TikTok a week later. Then Twitter steals it from Instagram a week later, and then Facebook steals it from Twitter. I, Instagram's always been stealing stuff from like Twitter. Yeah. There's always like, there's always half, like six hundred screen caps of Twitter. Yeah, it's like because Twitter is still funny. like just because Twitter it's still the wild west out there. Yeah, you Twitter be, is a feed base. It's true that the algorithm is like more or less of the people you follow, and like it's randomly introducing you to people all the time. But there's some linkage there to your feed on Twitter. Yeah. You know, like you can still follow the people that you follow on right. Twitter. And so you get a good mix. That's yeah. That's like, that is like, I guess, golden standard. Twitter for is it. the Wild West of fucking social Twitter media. Twitter, dude, tw dude, if you're, if you're back on Twitter back in 2015, yeah. 2016, dude. good Lord. Dude. Was that an evil place? Uh, remember when I. <laughs> Twitter, Twitter, actually, remember I should say. Twitter when you like. Texted me one time. I was like, Brian, you have to, you have to stop liking shit on Twitter. I can't open my Twitter. I, I had to block you. Yeah, you to block I, had, I, had to, I had to block you. I was like, Brian, I have to. I, the mute button was a beautiful. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a beautiful feature, and I think they should add that for everything. It's like I don't want to. 
blocked my friend, but I need to stop seeing tweeting too all much his porn. Well, it's like, um, <laughs> just like, I shouldn't be seeing your likes. I think when they started adding, so Twitter has this thing where if you like a bunch of stuff, it shows up in occasionally that will show up in someone else's feed yeah. of like, oh, he like this. It was like, but not like, yeah, it was like, yeah. And it mm-hmm. was trying to just introduce you to like other con- random content. Yeah. Sometimes like those should stay hidden, which yeah. I guess that's also why the, there's a bookmark feature now, which is yeah. like no one can see your bookmarks. Which is <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. But these are all kind of just been randomly re-added yeah. and everything. Even Twitter though had uh, Twitter stories or something like that. For a, for a there was, a, there, was yeah. a, there was a month where Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, everyone had a story mode. Yep. And, was, and, and then they... <laughs> But Twitter was smart Twitter, enough to Twitter get rid like, of it. Nah, get the shit out of I, ca- I think there was a lot of like... There was a lot of backlash. A lot of, a lot of stuff was going on. A lot of backlash. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I think Instagram switching to the video platform is like a stupid idea. It's dumb. It spits in the face of photographers who now have to find So what does that platform. mean? Do you, uh, did you read anything on... I haven't read anything on like They're, what does that mean? For As far as I understand, they literally are going to do more of the TikTok format. So just so, into your main feed. Into your main feed. So when you open Instagram... Um, you really like you start seeing the change right now is you open Instagram and like there is a random advert for some lady. Yeah, yeah. You know, as I've shot, there's some photos in there, but then uh, inevitably you're going to find like people that are doing like this shit, which is just like they're just a video playing. They're just taking their TikToks and then uploading to reels. Right. But then so like, but Instagram used to be, this used to be a square. Now, now it's, it's it takes up 60% of your screen or 70% yeah. of your screen. And then like these videos take up 100% of your screen. Oh, you're right. Holy shit. I didn't even notice and that. And then so like 100% of your screen. Oh my God. Four yeah. by five aspect ratio. So they're, now they're, screen, now they're so. making it where you, when you're scrolling, you're going to hit, you're going to see a video longer than you're actually going to see a photo. Yeah. 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 So Holy crap. The videos take up more real estate on the screen, which means you're likely to watch more videos, which means that they have the better chance to stick advertisements before the videos. And yeah. So with advertisements. And the advertisement gets probably 100%. And then, yeah. And then, like, you're going to watch and, like, like YouTube. You can, like, if you want to watch YouTube, sometimes you have to fucking sit through a 30-second ad. And, uh... Dude, if I... If I'm going through, like, TikTok or something, yeah. and I see anywhere where it has like hashtag ad that that was actually i don't mind hashtag ad i hate sponsored if it says sponsored at the bottom yeah that's those are the ones that piss me off but yeah. hashtag ad is like a paid partnership if i see anything creator. well if i like if i preference this uh if i see hashtag ad or anything sponsored or anything yeah. like that it's a immediate skip it's a hard and sometimes they get me though sometimes yeah. they they preference in a way where i can't tell at first and yeah. i then i'm like halfway through an ad and i'm, and I'm like God oh crap it. what is this yeah. this is an ad what the heck yeah no it's it's awful and I, I i think it's such a dumb idea because like now photographers need to find another place to like showcase their work and like instagram really ex- helped create that culture yeah of like online photography media dude it's probably made no, so many jobs for yeah, people yeah yeah that's crazy. Yeah. And now it's gone. Now it's gone because they want to be more like TikTok. And this is what's going to happen. So it's going to get so bad at some, at some point where it's just going to go straight down the drain. And then there's going to be another, there's going to take, there's someone's going to take the essence of that. Mm-hmm. They're going to create a new app and then it's going to be the next big thing. Yeah. And because then the going to happen to it. Because, yeah, because you water it down with ads and then it's, which I wonder what happened because that didn't happen to Facebook, did it? People no, just kind of Facebook. Well, Facebook got flooded with. Or not Facebook. I, uh, sorry, not Facebook. Uh, MySpace. MySpace got bought out by a music company. Tom sold it before it had the chance to get ruined. Yeah. <laughs> I guess he. Yeah, he, he yeah, sold he it for actually, a shit ton of money. He, he sold it really smart. Yeah, because he he saw it on the decline, and then he was like, "All right, who wants to buy this?" The moment Dude. it was like making less money. What a like, chat. Yeah, it's like, fucking hard. Base. Now it's just painting, hanging out. There was a, there, he's on Twitter and he's yeah. like Tom for Facebook. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's, it's pretty, Instagram is, it's dumb. And the Instagram decision is stupid. I think it, it spits in the face of the content creators that build the platform. And this is a, this is the thing that happens where these companies build a platform with a specific audience. Like t- think OnlyFans, for example, builds a platform with like adult performers mm. and then threatens to kick them out. And then obviously that didn't work because that's like 90% of your fucking platform. Um, for OnlyFans, but because like, who's ever like, I need to go see like Markiplier's n- yeah, new dude. gameplay on OnlyFans. Uh, 
So no one's gonna ever gonna do that. So like they backed away from that, but it's the same concept. It's like Instagram built their platforms on photographers, and now they're changing up the entire business model. Yeah. Um, and then those photographers need to find another home to 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 exist in or adapt. And now they're video content creators. And, Is this the rise of Tumblr again? Uh, I hope so. <laughs> I miss Tumblr. <laughs> I never got into Tumblr. Yeah, it was good. I had I ran a porn blog in Tumblr. I was a very porn heavy guy. In the early 2000s. That's good to know, right? Yeah. <laughs> early 2000s. 2001. 2000. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, that, that, that's all I have to say about Instagram. I think it's stupid. I think it's a bad decision. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a... If you've been around long enough... I mean, mm-hmm. this is kind of... We're still in the like the early concepts of like stuff like this. But we've been... I've been around to watch kind of like the, the rise and fall of kind of like apps like this. Yeah. And I've definitely seen watch Facebook fall. Fall oh, hard. Yeah. I mean, they're not even Facebook anymore. They're, they're meta. meta. Yeah. Which Fa- is crazy to me. Facebook. Because uh, f- they're legal dodging, which is hilarious that they changed their name to dodge like. <laughs> to dodge taxes, I think. That's what it was. <laughs> taxes or, or lawsuits. No, or it was lawsuits. Yeah, it yeah, was lawsuits. Yeah, it's not a lawsuit. You, can, you can't sue something that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, or like you can't take money from Facebook. It has no money. Yeah. Like all the money's in meta now. Yeah. Also, did you hear? We, we haven't really talked about gear, and I don't know if we'll have enough time to talk about like have the conversation of gear that we wanted to talk about. I uh, know we've kind of uh, completely disregarded this probably, we'll probably just read title yeah. it or something. Um, but fucking Facebook is losing. They lost $2.2 billion trying to make the metaverse happen in the last year. I do mm. not. <laughs> I don't give a it, shit. I don't want the metaverse. It bothers me to just the next level that meta, mm-hmm. they're just trying to create, they, they, they have the power to actually make something good. Yeah. And they just make the characters look like dog shit. <laughs> like it bothers me up a it bothers me up a wall. It drives me up a wall. Yeah. Just because like y- look at um what is it, VR chat? Yeah. Look at that. VR that is that should popping. be the, like the blueprint for them. Like make VR chat, but make it a lot better. Yeah. But no, nope. they squandered it. They wanted to make everything look like a cartoon character. No one wants to just, want. People want to be anime characters, okay? Like, <laughs> I, like, I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it out loud. But people just want to be like a random f- Kermit the Frog and then like Fucking ha- ha- Haiku Miku, okay? Like that's that's it. Haiku Miku. Haiku Miku. <laughs> that's so fucking funny. I agree. Yeah, I think Facebook is making a lot of like stupid choices. I think 10 years. I, I, I guess that, that. But they've made so much money they can just sustain themselves for fucking ages before we see them falling. I think it's also insane that like the, the Oculus is like you just have to have a Facebook account to yeah. So you ha- but if you want to get in the metaverse, you have to like have did a you, Facebook account. Did you know that uh, the Oculus Quest is like three hundred dollars? But if you want it with the ability to use it without logging into Facebook account, it's seven hundred dollars. Really? Yeah. That's funny. They pre- they saw they saw a business solution for it. Right? Holy shit! That's what they that call is, it. That's yeah. Capitalism really popped off today, ladies. <laughs> I love that TikTok. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I, I think TikTok like sneaking into culture and like being such a titan has like really fucked up the environment because everyone wants to imitate the thing that's this podcast, Can we what's name is Attack on Titan? Because <laughs> <laughs> we've done we've done, we've done nothing. We talk about the establishment. <laughs> we've awesome. done, we've done nothing but talk about these conglomerates. <laughs> we throw McDonald's in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it's 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 kind of dire it feels dire in the ecosystem because like the small guys like independent studios have such a harder time to compete they kind of exist in their own market versus like AAA studios now so there's like a big differentiation and the same thing kind of happened with like movies and and the same thing is kind of happening with social media i feel like people are, are people will always navigate to the app that they feel like they can be themselves the most and right now i think that's twitter and I think yeah. if Twitter keeps but leaning Twitter, into that. But Twitter, what makes Twitter special is because it was a niche. When it was kind of first on the scene, yeah. no one used Twitter. D- news outlets did not use Twitter. Right. You couldn't go, you know, it was only just like people being the most unhinged. Po- was, was it, let me tell you. Twitter used to I've be seen more dicks on Twitter than I've seen on porn. But either. no, but even before like the porn yeah. hit Twitter and there, I mean, there, cause there was no limits and that's why, you know, yeah, it yeah, shifted yeah. over there. Well, when Tumblr took away porn for people yeah. that they all sort of shifted to tw- Twitter, which is a whole nother thing. But Twitter used to be a mean place. People, <laughs> people would let 
let them bullets fly, man. They would let <laughs> they would unsheath them swords. Bully each other. Oh my god, Same. dude! Twitter used to be evil. <laughs> it used to be an evil place, and now you can go see like that. What what happened in like uh, Syria or yeah. like what's going the war in Ukraine and stuff like that? Like that's that's what you go to Twitter for now, right? Or news updates or whatever, or like movie update, whatever, whatever yeah. like that. But it's just so funny that it's like this, this like Q Tang was built off the backs of people just calling each other the F word yeah, oh, like on yeah, a daily that. Yeah. or just like just racial slurs, crazy racial slurs. <laughs> it used to be, it, it's crazy that I was just like, I've, I've literally got, I was old enough to watch it change yeah. from being on it from 2012 to 2022 now. That's wild. The big shift was 2016, man. That's 2016 the, was the really reckoning. What, yeah. That's the reckoning of Twitter. I think it's it's so interesting to me to see social media and like big platforms sort of become soulless. Because <laughs> Twitter still has a soul. You know, Twitter still has something to it. But Instagram feels pretty soulless. It's people trying to sell, our, ourselves included. Like we're on Instagram. I only use Instagram to promote the podcast. It's a, it's a, yeah. Well, yeah, because it's just a, a marketing platform. Yeah, it's a marketing we're, platform. We're, we are a problem. Yeah. We are sitting there trying to sell ourselves. Yeah. So it's like, eh, you know, it but happens. It, but it's nice though. Sometimes like, cause sometimes people will like, I'm looking, you know, to find something. Yeah. Sometimes like, find you like, make a, a really genuine connection. Yeah. But that's hard. That's that very hard, hard to do now. Yeah. But when you're, someone's trying to sell paper towels right above you and you're just trying to promote your content with somebody. <laughs> it's right. also, this could also be another topic entirely about itself, but just trying to like, the overwearing the overweight bearing of like content creators overbearing weight. over overbearing weight yeah. of content creators nowadays there's so it's so easy to create content yeah that yeah. it's it's very hard to like actually find a general it's not about trying to make be the biggest on top anymore mm-hmm. it's all about finding your audience it's you just finding find your audience. audience it's finding five people that will like you versus you know ten thousand people that you're like mm-hmm. eh, yeah yeah I'll put you on or whatever. It's an interesting, it's an interesting shift. Um, I think we, we got to wrap it up, but to wrap it up. Uh, so I got a new, I got this camera here. Um, no. no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like, we were like, we're going to talk about, about gear and stuff. And then we completely had another whole topic. Uh, and whole then, conversation in there. but I think, I think, <laughs> camera. Camera. Oh, you want to go yeah, the, the Sony, uh, alpha 6,500. Or 64. Is that the 64? Oh, you got a little small rig for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A little hot shoe uh, mount because... That's where you mount What makes it great is because the, f- the screen will flip up. Yeah. And then... Uh, but the camera hot shoe is right in the middle way. So I just bought a little little tiny small rig. Moves the hot shoe over for yeah. me. That's awesome. I like it. I love I love film gear. Let's talk about gear in another episode, actually, because I have a lot to say. Yeah, we should... <laughs> we should totally do a, a gear podcast like we said we were going to this one. <laughs> but there was too much going on in the news. There was too much going on. And I, I think that the the to wrap it all up, I think, is the industry itself needs to unionize. That's really it. Like the film industry needs to develop unions to protect workers. Uh, kind of like what's it's happening in the game industry, but I think it needs to happen a little bit more aggressively in the film industry to prevent from being taken advantage of uh, in that regard. That's it. That's my I, I don't think I well, I don't think I, I don't know. I'm trying to think who has it worse, like the game or the movie industry. They're both I, I just know ga- on more on the game side, but well, the, the game development news are, uh, but I think the outlet, that's what it's being reported is the game development, right? But it's happening in the film industry just as bad. I think it just uh, really uh, it kind of boils down to, um, yeah, they need a unionize or something like that, but mm-hmm. there needs to be protections put in place for them. Mm-hmm. But I think people just need to be very educated on it. Yeah. I think a lot of people just don't understand unless you go into that field, which when, you know, people go into content creation, they kind of start to unravel it. I mean, you started editing your YouTube video and you're like, damn, this is a long time. And I, I had to, you know, I'm trying to get like four videos uploaded a week and that's just not possible. Yeah, no, you have to spend like 24 hours. Or people like going to, to Twitch and like, Spending you know, streaming for five hours at a time. Yeah, yeah no, it takes, it takes a lot of time. It's hard work. Content creation ain't easy, baby, um, at any level. So I hope we I didn't know. tuck your ear off, and I hope you guys made it to the end of the podcast, because if you did... Shout out to you. Thank you, and I want to give you a big kiss on the forehead. That's big. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, thank you guys for joining us this episode. We will see you hopefully next week. Um, Can't wait for Discord to start getting ads. Oh, that's going to that, that, <laughs> suck. I can't wait for Discord to get ruined, too. Yeah. 
Um, anyway, join us on the join us on the Discord uh, yeah. link down everything below. And then again, just as a reminder, we're going to be at Anime uh, Queen City Anime. Oh Con yes, on Sunday, uh, August seventh at two thirty. I meant to do this at the very beginning of the podcast, yeah. but if you guys are watching this uh, podcast, the day it releases should be Tuesday. Uh, this Sunday, we'll be doing a live panel oh, yeah. um, at uh, Anime Queen City. Queen, Queen City Anime Con um, here in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, so if you guys are in the area and you guys want to come meet us um, or just if you're a fan of the podcast and you're nearby, come, come on come down. Come or if you're from LA, f- fly on over. I don't care. <laughs> fly on over. Come on. We'll, come hold hang you, out with we'll hold your hand. We'll hang out. I'd love to. I'd love to actually meet some people. Because yeah. um, I know we don't, we don't have a lot of viewership, but, it, you know, I really. Enough, yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, I still want to meet you guys. Like yeah. it's still it still means the world to me that people actually watch, watch mm-hmm. our content and stuff like that. Because sometimes it's like hard because you don't directly see someone, mm-hmm. even though that they're there and they're watching your videos every single week. You get a little deflated. You get a little deflated, but mm-hmm. like I mean, last year it made my it it made my uh, spirit soar getting to do it last year. So um, guys, come down. Uh, I'll be there. Me and Brian will be there Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and then Sunday we'll be doing our uh, live panel, panel uh, at two thirty. I forget the room it is, but the, there's this a the governor room. The governor room. Yeah. Okay. So two thirty. make sure you guys come down yeah. uh, s- Sunday, but if you guys just want to hang out with us or come say hi throughout the weekend. We'll, we'll definitely be there. So oh, just yeah. let us know. All right, guys, thank you so much. Um, if you guys like this video, give us a like, if you dislike it, give us a dislike. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, meet us down in the comments. What do you guys think about the whole situation between Instagram and then the, what's Some your guys' take? Are you guys content creators? Um, I'd like to hear you guys' response in the comments for all that stuff too but thank you so much for coming down and we'll see you all next week see you later bye